What's going on, Winners Dialogue family? It's Leon again, checking in with you. Shake my hand. Today we sit in the studio with a special guest. That's right, we got the three-time alumni. She's the pastry baking. All-time decorating. Highly motivated. Highly inspirating. You might know about her biz name. Maybe you'll call her by her is name. Today we got her in the studio. Miss Israel. Yeah. How you doing today? I'm good, I'm good. It's a beautiful day outside. Yes, it is. And I'm glad to have you here. So, we've been looking at you grow your business for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. Just, can you just give us a little backstory on how you got into the decorating business? Yeah, so it started in high school. Um, went to Western Tech, not the one in the city, Western School of Technology and Environmental Science, <laughs> the nah. one in Catonsville. Um, and I took culinary there. And I remember I used to like really cooking. You know, you don't really know what you want to do with your life in eighth grade. So that's what I took up in uh, high school. And we had a uh, portion of the curriculum that was dedicated to baking and pastry. And that's kind of where I found my skill set best li- laid in or lied in. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then from there, I can. There we go. And then from there, um, we had an end-of-year assessment, basically, one uh, cake presentation. And that's where I got my... Uh, my the skill set? Yes, yes. I get, yeah, I should say my skill set, but, um, but that's good feedback. She gave me the feedback. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, the yeah, feedback yeah. that initiated, so you that know... That spark of interest. Yeah, that spark said, of interest. Let me just in go it. at it. Yeah. So, um... I need to send you the picture, but I have it. It's a chocolate cake, and it says best wishes on it. Looking back on it, yeah. it makes me kind of, like, cringe. <laughs> but, you know, look what uh, what happened. Right. So my first cake is, and my teacher's feedback on it is where I first, you know, got that initial. You made, a, a, like, the double deluxe chocolate cake, and you was like, I not only, you know what was good, cause, because back then, Camera phones wasn't that great. Yeah. And unless you had a regular camera, you was like, I yeah. need to take a picture of this. I did. I had it and on a regular camera. And the fact that you kept it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you bought your regular camera to take this picture? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what she encouraged. She encouraged us to bring our cameras in. And we knew once, like, it was time to assemble our products, to take pictures of it. Because yeah. back then, we had to do, I don't know if you remember, but we had to, like, have, like, a photo book of everything oh, that we ever that. created. Yeah, I forget yeah. what it's called. I don't know. And take I it to, like, um, fairs and things. Did so, you take it to a fair? I did once. One, the one that we had at school, I cannot remember what it was called, but you know, well, back in our day, you had to go to the fairs and present yourself and do the mock yeah. interviews. So I took it to that. Yes. I wish I would have took those mock interviews and things back at that time more serious. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you was cognitive enough to say, you know what? Not only am I going to do the work, I'm going to take a picture, yes. keep it with me. Yes. And present it yeah. constantly. And you still had this picture to this day. We're going <laughs> to definitely put that photo up, too. Okay. okay. So that'll be out there for everybody to see. Yes. Yeah. But it's just really interesting how you move from one thing to the next. Mm-hmm. So once you got this spark of interest, like, what was your initial education introductory and in figuring out, like, okay, I, I like making cakes. But I need to make it at a higher level. Mm-hmm. I see people doing something like this. How do I do that? Right. Um, I Again, it's Chef. We call it Chef T back at uh, Western Tech. 
she gave us all the information she, we needed and she was like really our our push like she would follow up on us she wanted to know uh what college we uh you know were going to at least that we needed to go to a college like she oh. knew that some of us weren't interested in you know pursuing culinary or baking but she would still lean on us like what are you going to do afterwards you know you need to have a plan yeah so that was she was a huge you know assistance with that so I went to uh, Arundel, Anne Arundel Community College, and uh, I went for my baking and pastry certificate and uh, hospitality management associates. So oh, that okay. kind of was my next step. So once you got it, you actually went to the formal school and then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people that say, well, hey, I'm just going to check YouTube, which is not a bad way to go. It's not. It's not. And um, mm. as far as the cake business goes, it's the best way to learn. But then, you know, we got to think we're back in was it 2008 when I graduated yeah. that YouTube yeah. wasn't, wasn't really, that. yeah, but it wasn't what it is now where it had all the teaching and the videos and the TED Talks and everything like that. In today's world, in today's age, you could absolutely go from high school and like start up a baking business by yourself, but not having those tools to access back then. Just you know, watching, just saying like. I can't go in here. I can't afford the class, mm. so I'm just going to watch this. But you actually, so yours, you're not only focusing on the decorations, but you actually, the taste is yeah. top-notch level. Yeah, yeah. It like, was good. It was it was, it was was a good experience. Um, It was more classical, the things that I was doing. It wasn't, I had, I remember I did have one baking, uh, probably baking pastry, um, cake creating class, and even that was just really classical. Um, so we did like the ganache cakes where you can put the beautiful writing on them. We messed uh, or we did a little bit of work with fondant, gum paste. We like we even did a class where you would work with uh, blown sugar. So it was like really classical baking and pastry, not like modern cake creating where it's more yeah. about like oh you make like you can make flavor cakes and regular cakes, but the decorations on the outside are like lol glitter you know yeah, so it's not just like, like that. it's a looking good thing it's like this gotta taste good and you know the intricacies that goes yeah. into it yeah yeah it's like was it like so if i'm an inspiring person that's watching you in your business like i'm watching your business and it's i seen you and i said you know what i want to get into that what would you suggest a person do that can't afford the schooling yeah like you said youtube these days i swear to you i've learned modern in the modern cake business, I've learned everything from YouTube and Instagram. There are, mm. like, so many videos, how-tos, recipes. You know, you can dip and dabble and combine things. And, like, yeah. if something work for you from one page, look on the next. I mean, the Explore page has been huge for me. Like, I've, you know, seen so many good things and good ideas oh, just, to build off of from yeah. there. You go right there. You can you learn everything any, you need. Uh, you got any, like, favorite channel or person that's like okay this is the person like yeah i um am i allowed to bring my phone out sure okay it might take me a while there's um a person well, we could link to it later you will. okay because i still want to bring them up because i do like them are right, we gonna make sure this person get an extra shout out because well i mean they don't even need shout outs you know these oh are they those, already up yeah, there. yeah they're already up. Like <laughs> but it's it's really interesting like you can not only you can go to the classical school and learn all the training, but mm -hmm. to come back, to be able to double back and say, all right, I can still continue to learn. I'm not going to just say, this is it. This is good enough. Right. To keep on pushing past right. that. And like, this is the next level. But the one 
guy, he's actually somebody who he does like the classical chocolate creations. I mean, it's beautiful. He'll make, he'll make like dragons out of chocolate, like bird cages. Is a dragon cake? I, I need to see yes, a dragon cake yes. now. I mean, but it's with What's chocolate in like Game of Thrones cakes. Yeah, he actually did. Like, it's amazing. And I'm like, oh my god, that's beautiful. Like, that's actually what I wanted to do. Let me see. So I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name. It's Amari Guccion. Don't worry, Amari. We're gonna um, <laughs> we're gonna link it. <laughs> so people can actually look at that in the show notes and be like, okay, this is yes, the guy. Yes, yes. Check mm-hmm. out. So w- throughout this process, right, you learn how to make the cakes. You spend, mm-hmm. you you invest in the time and education and portion into it. When was it that you earned your first dollar? Like, what was the what was the job that said, all right, this is my mm-hmm. first dollar and I, this is some, this is it. Um, I would say I did I did it for a friend. There's two different um times. Uh because they kind of coincide with one another. I did my uh, best friend's Leah's baby shower cake. Okay. And it was a strawberry shortcake baby shower theme. So I did like a little two-tier uh, baby um, strawberry shortcake cake, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was so cute. I thought I did a great job with it. And um, I remember it had the first tier had the stripes with the green and the white. Because, you know, strawberry shortcakes, uh, she's pink, green, and white. So the first tier had the green and white stripes, and then the next tier was polka dotted with the pink, and it had a little strawberry shortcake on top. And I thought I was like, oh, my God, I did such a good job at this, right? (laughs) And um, I think that's kind of what sparked um, my daughter's aunt on her father's side. She wanted to uh, have a cake made for her son, and that's that's actually my first dollar. But when she saw that I was uh, into making cakes, she's like, oh, I want to support, you know, I didn't even – think that it, about having about a business like, I wasn't even thinking about that but I was like oh yeah sure that cake was a struggle oh it almost broke me and like it was uh, um basketball cake Celtics did they have the basketball with the flame okay I don't oh, know oh no you talking about the heat it's heat Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't do sports the, the point is that you was able to create it though yeah 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 but it uh, it broke me a little bit and that's that's kind of you know a part of the business when you learn things and you see something that you think you know how to do and until yeah. you actually do it sometimes it's like oh so do you like have it like on like a screen and you gotta kind of look back and forth or does it get printed how, how does that like work it depends like with me having more experience now i can like kind of draw something up or have it like up here yeah. and kind of just work with it but if it's something that i don't know how to do then sometimes i'll have the youtube up like i'm really bad at making fondant bows like it's like no matter what i do i just cannot make a beautiful bow uh-huh. so i always have to have the youtube up stop it rewind it stop, stop it forward it. <laughs> like yeah until i can get my bow looking half decent so youtube is a clutch right there mm. in that instance yes. you get stuck and you're like hold on i know it's something simple mm. and i've done it before mm. but look i don't mind doing it again like people got to keep going back to the gym and keep shooting to make their yeah. shots yeah. like they don't go yeah. oh, i did enough shots mm-hmm. i'll just show up for the game <laughs> It don't work like that. <laughs> no, no. You got to come back and get that. So when she gave you that first bit of money, you was like, okay, this is a business now. Because I don't yeah. feel like it's a business until you get some money. Yeah, like Everybody yeah. says it's a business. It's not a business until you make money right. off of it. Right. And so sometimes there, you just need that person to bring you in to make you think like, oh, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. And once they expose you to it, it's like, hold on. Yeah. Oh, oh, people are getting paid to do this mm-hmm. thing. And I like doing it. And mm-hmm. you enjoyed it since the 10th grade. You realize mm-hmm. like early that 
this is something I can enjoy doing. It's probably was more of a hobby for you in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Then you transfer it into a business. So every business has its ups and downs. <laughs> yeah. So I got to ask you, what was the biggest hurdle that you faced in this type of business? And many people will face going forward in this type of business. I think for me, I don't give up easily at all. But there are times when I'm creating something because for me, I'm never going to turn business down and I'm not going to start going to lie to somebody. And, um, there's like, there's always new creations coming out, new techniques coming out that I might not know how to do, but I have like a general sense of how to do it. And I'll let the person know like, Oh, this might not come out exactly like that, but I'm going to go ahead and give it a go. And normally I would say it's family members that, you know, you first, Hmm. um, that support you in making that first move. Like, yeah. oh, I want this, this, and that. And, you know, for a normal paying customer, it might be something that I'd be, I would let them know because I don't want to say unless it's perfection. I don't want to put anything sloppy out. You don't put your best foot forward yeah, every time. Yeah, to people that I don't know. I know that family will be some more supportive and understanding as long as the you cake is good. Would. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes yeah. they, might, they uh, might be the ones that says, hey, hold on. Yeah, yeah. You told me this. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm happy. I don't have that. I don't have that issue. But um, just like, yeah, just getting to know new techniques. There has been plenty of times where I broke down. and I'm like, I can't do this. Like, I've tried again and again and again. And like I said, I don't give up. So I try again and again and again. And, you know, sometimes it's um, like the technique with the bow. It's not necessarily me making the cake and I have to scrap it and start it all over again. Yeah. It's just that I have to work with that one piece all the time and again and again and again until I get it. And that can, can be, you know, very. Uh, Was it one that just one that one particular time where it just went completely so. like, whoa. And then somebody called you and said, hey. This ain't the cake I want. I'm not giving you the money. Something, oh, something no. Crazy. I mean, I never yeah. had that, but, like, I can oh, go good. back to the first cake. I literally had a meltdown. I was crying and everything because it didn't turn out exactly how I wanted it. And it was just fun. And then another thing, I was back in my um, apartment. Okay. And I did not have the space at all to, like, really be creating, like, a beautiful two-tier. And then I really didn't have the technique down all the way as yeah. well. But to be really have the space to be able to like roll fun and out. I remember I had like two counters in between the sink and the dish yeah. rack had to go on one counter. <laughs> and I only got like this little corner by the window. So I really didn't have the room and I'm trying to roll the fun and out for a whole two tier cake. And it was just so frustrating because I had the idea up here, yeah. but not necessarily the technique down to like really be able to make it work. And then the space, the space was, yeah, very limiting. So that broke me. Mm-hmm. And that that's part of it. But like you said, that attitude of I'm going to persevere regardless. Yes. Yep. So we know what it takes now to get into it in your first dollar. But what would an inspiring artist, because that's why I feel like you're doing this art. What <laughs> what would what tools are essential for them to have? Like what would be the equipment that's like the preferred equipment in your mm-hmm. opinion mm-hmm. from what you have done? To start, I know it's going to break the bank, depending on how old you are, but you need a mixer. Like, it's the handheld mixer is fine. They hold you down for a while, but you can do so much more with the stand mixer. And those uh, are like 200 nice or $300. And I got an off-brand one, and I remember, this is years ago, that thing's held me down for a while now. And it's been, shoot, maybe at least seven years, and it was $220 back then, you know? 
So for me, the stand mixer is a huge, you know, part of being able to create hassle-free and not needing to, you know, and that's another thing because it's hands-free. With yeah. the hand mixer, you have to sit there and be, you know, present and mixing anything that you need to mix. With the stand mixer, you can just go have your batter ready, do your icing, especially because icing sometimes takes a long time to whip up. Yeah. So stand mixer is huge, of course. Then you have your typical things. You need cake pans, cake you know, pans. measuring cups. You need uh, uh, Any certain a type of material, like oh, alloy or aluminum? <laughs> um, parchment paper. Oh, yes. Now that you mentioned it, parchment paper is a huge time saver. I don't know if you ever did it, but um, when you do bake sometimes and you just try to yeah. oil the pan and the cake still manages to get Stick stuck on it. the inside. I'm tired about baking yeah. cakes. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm t- it takes a little bit of technique, but when it gets stuck on the bottom, it is the worst. So lie- laying your um cake pans with parchment is huge. That's going to save like the time. Hassle. Make it yes. the, f- the time to say, okay, I can make the next one. Cause mm-hmm. just bloop, bloop. Easy to clean. Mm-hmm. Go. Mm-hmm. On and out. What about ingredients? Um, you know, of course you got to, um, start with the, okay, I don't want to say the beginners. You got to start with, you know, the scratch items. So you need, you know, your flour, your sugar, baking powder, baking soda, milk. I like to use sour cream in my products, um, cut some of the sweetness, but it still helps with the moistness and the deliciousness. Um, salt, I mean, chocolate, (laughs) anything Mm. that you think that you would need for baking, that comes for, to your first, the first thing to your mind, you would need those ingredients. What, like, as far as, like, when you decorating it, though, like, oh, yes. I know, like, when I'm thinking about when I seen your Hennessy cakes mm-hmm. or something like that, and I'm just like, how do you use, what material is she using to make this? Because <laughs> is this all edible? Or is, like, yeah. some parts is not or, edible? Or, yeah, sometimes some of the parts aren't edible. Like, the uh, bling that you saw around there, that's just regular, I don't even know what you would call that. It's just, like, a you can buy it at the dollar store. Okay. It's just like a string of not even really bling on it. It just has silver and like little indents on it to make it look like it's bling. Yeah. So that's not edible. Dazzle stuff. Yeah, but that da- yeah, yeah, but dazzle stuff. Um <laughs> the rest of it is and it just comes from me browsing Instagram or YouTube or like messing around with something that I've seen before. Like for the um the Hennessy cake that I just posted with the jello shots, like I did not no, I've seen it before because you know people send you inspiration ideas like oh I yeah. wanted to look like this, and I had that for one person. The Patron cake was the first one that I did it for, and she said she wanted like this, and I could not figure out what the ice cubes supposedly uh-huh. were <laughs> in the um picture. Now, it might not have been what I had, so I kind of took my experience. I think I got it from culinary because I remember we did champagne jello. <laughs> Before. Champagne Champ- jello. Yeah, it was real that fancy. That's what, do this. <laughs> yeah, that's what that classical stuff I was talking about. And I'm like, yes, it was clear. So I went to the Walmart, clear gelatin. I put some alcohol in there because I knew how people do regular jello shots, but yeah. it's ice. I wanted to mimic ice. Yeah. So I didn't need the color, and you can't find clear jello. So I just had to go to the store, get the gelatin, put the alcohol in there, and some extra sugar, and let it sit. And I'm like, that's it. And it gave the, that illusion and that look. Yeah, and then I you just, again, with the just testing things. Um, so the first time I made the Patron cake, I just cut the Jello, And this time when I made the Hennessy cake, I'm like, I wonder if I squeeze the Jello if it'll look like crushed ice. Because the Patron cake just had the, 
it was just cut regularly, really nice, clean yeah. cut to make it look like ice. But when you crumble it, it looks even more realistic because, you know, sometimes when you have ice, you have those pieces in there that are, like, broken. So just, you know, trying things out. I still always wondered, like, is that, like, actual alcohol in those cakes or is it just, like, a uh, It can be. Illusion. It depends. <laughs> yeah, can depends. I give my, can you give it to the kids? Kids? No. Have any? no. I mean, well, it depends. No. It depends. Like, if it has <laughs> what people call infused Oh, okay. If it's infused, it will be cooked with alcohol, and then the icing will have alcohol in it, too. Oh, Most okay. people just don't want all that. They want the alcohol on top so they can just drink it at oh, their leisure. Oh, they just want to pull it out? Yeah, this yeah. This is my bottle. It's my birthday. <laughs> yeah, and the cake is just regular. It's just regular vanilla cake with buttercream. So. This looks nice. Yeah. I, every time I see it, I think I should put this in. I take, put it in some type of case. Take pictures of it and nobody eats it. <laughs> Good luck, it's gonna be moldy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> like why I was moldy. like, but it's a real cake, so I guess you yeah. can't do that. No, no. But that's what I think about when I see it. All right, so what about licensing? I know you went to school for your mm-hmm. certification. You got the certifications. You got the two degrees on top of that. But is it like any insurance, like food insurance or anything like that? You got to yes. worry about. Um. So actually, for me, because I'm in baking. I don't need to. I used to be surf safe certified, but I did let that go to the wayside. Um, and I looked it up on the state website. As long as it's nothing that is uh, food borne or like pathogen, um, uh, I don't know what to say. It's like food borne and pathogen like related that can, because you know, big items can yeah. sit out. They don't need to be in the refrigerator. They don't okay. need to be cooked to a, a certain temp. Well, when you cook a cake, it does need to be cooked to a certain temperature to be done. Yeah. But after that, you can have it sit out. Oh, that's so why have displays when you go out to certain yeah, restaurants, you go. You oh, can just want one of those. Give me that. Yep, yep. So you don't really have to with um, a baking business need to be surf safe certified. Of course, there are certain things that you shouldn't be um, touching when you're in the baking business because some of them are pathogen, you know, sensitive, like cream cheese and things like that. But yeah. if they're in the fridge, like I keep my materials in the fridge until I need them, yeah. and then after the product is done, it goes back in the fridge. So if as long as you're not really um, dealing with those type of things, those type of foods like meat, yeah, you okay. know, yeah, you're you not making no meat cake. Yeah, that would be really yeah. weird to have a meat cake. Yeah, and I mean, who's ever heard of somebody getting sick off a cake? I mean, granted, maybe it's Unless been you out make there. Bad eggs, or you yeah, eat some bad eggs yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, um, at least at the state level, that's not necessary to have your business. So now we got the licensing part out of the way. Just wondering, because I feel like one of the most intricate parts of any business is marketing. Mm -hmm. So what would you say is the best platform, in your opinion, to market your particular type of design business? Yes, for me, I Instagram all the way. I've tried Facebook. I feel like there's not as many people maybe looking at the Facebook business pages. Or looking to buy. Yes. um, To convert. Yes, I, you know, you go on people's Instagram business pages and it looks like it's flourishing, right? And they yeah. got likes, they have followers, and you go on their Facebook and it's just not. It's like, what are y'all as, not, y'all yeah, like this? Yeah, right. <laughs> like nobody's really, you know, commenting that much. You you do get the ratings, which people do sometimes. But oh, yeah. just like Instagram business pages versus Facebook business pages, Instagram is where it's at for me. Especially um, because it's the optics. You get yeah. to see the cake. I like I like watching them like twirl around. I don't know yeah, why. Thank you, thank you. It does I try something It's like, oh, I get to see this cake from different angles. Yeah, oh, I really yeah. like this side of this cake. I hope it's eye-catching. That's what I'm, yeah. that's what I'm there for. And the sparkles for. definitely help. Yeah, oh, yeah, they always help. <laughs> 
But uh, yeah, so Instagram for me is huge. It's free. It's like you already have people that you know on there. So it's easy yeah. to connect in that manner. And um, it's also for me just a tool just for people to see my cakes. I more go on uh, word of mouth. That's oh, okay. how my business has really flourished. I don't get as many people uh, hitting me up on Instagram that I don't know. It's always people that um, have heard or tasted my cakes from somebody else, whether it be a family member or a friend. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm such and such friend. Um, I know my hairdresser, Monet, she's hooked, up, hooked me up with uh, plenty of clients. Um, have another one, Shelly, my daughter's uh, aunt. She has hooked me up with plenty of clients. So uh. for me, it's all about word of mouth. And you're doing good business, clearly, because yes. otherwise they would not be spreading the word of mouth. Shout yes. out to her, too. She's yes. got your hair looking yeah. impeccable. <laughs> she does, yes. Absolutely. So, but does it, like, do you use a lot of hashtags or anything to I... to get your reach out there further? Like, right. like let's say I'm just looking up cakes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of people check out, I guess, hashtag cakes and they do a show up or yeah. Baltimore cakes or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I actually do. I use hashtags. I don't use them. So, you know, some people are just outrageous. They'll have, like, a thousand hashtags. And you don't really need to uh, use that many, right? You just want to use what's going to catch people's attention for your specific product. I see a lot of people just hashtagging, like, random things, I guess, just to, (laughs) you know, try to throw a fish pole out there, right? So, for me, I use maybe, like, ten or, yeah, maybe probably no more than ten, I would say. And they're yeah. really specific to that cake. So if I'm doing an LOL doll cake, you know, some people use different search terms. So I'm using LOL dolls, LOL yeah. doll cake, LOL cake, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. And, like, if it's different components to the cake, like the Hennessy cakes, of course, I'm going to use Henny. You like, you know, yeah. that's what so some people call it. Up, right. And then I use the actual name Hennessy. So I, that's what I build my um, hashtags off of. But I don't go crazy Try to make sure them. they're applicable to the product. Yes, yeah. yes. Like you said, a lot of people I see, they're just – Go out reaching. It's yeah. like winning. What does winning got to do with? Okay. That's <laughs> just right. I mean, That's you try cool. and you never know who you might get off of it. But yeah. I mean, from, and then, you know, they, on the business profile, they give you a breakdown of how people reach you. Yeah. And I think hashtags is probably always last for me. So, yeah. So yours, a lot of them stay within your circle and you just get a lot of reoccurring, reoccurring mm-hmm. clients that way. Yes. Yes. Is it, um, do you use like, google anything to give so people can give reviews to you yelp i don't i haven't gotten into anything like that i think i'm gonna keep that for later on i'll say that it's never too late to start yeah once you get them out there i always look at it like hey if you get some reviews now then you can keep on sending people there because like you said the word of mouth it's just digital word of mouth yes okay (laughs) yeah i mean you have to we're gonna have to speak and uh see how that works out because i feel like it will work kind of like my facebook page which is kind of dead yeah (laughs) it's interesting because okay the difference between like a facebook and the google Mm -hmm. is it's like when you go on amazon to go buy stuff like one of the first things a lot of people do they look at like how many stars it got yeah or they go to a restaurant and they look on yelp Mm. how many stars it got Mm. a lot of people saying this is good right i'm not gonna go there they one person said it was bad i'm not i know and then you always look at that once what's this one star about (laughs) yeah so it does help it's like uh they say 75 percent of people would trust the word of mouth Mm -hmm. of strangers on those type of platforms which oh, is okay. interesting like okay. you wouldn't probably trust them if it's just a person walked up to you and told right. you but when you right. read it on it it's like i have no other experience with this and this person does so i'm gonna go off their word that's true i didn't think about it like that yeah so, it might be another way to you know just extend your reach right right so i just want to end with this though 
recommendations. What's the like number one app you would say or book that you, a person can use to get break into this business and excel? For me, I, I hate to be repetitive. Just Instagram, 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 YouTube, Pinterest has some interesting things on there. Uh, oh, Pinterest, yeah, oh, that Pinterest, is Pinterest, yeah. I'll, I'll uh, browse that sometimes. Actually, I learned how to make a uh, black candy apple with that. That's what uh, partial of what piqued my interest into trying to make candy apples. And it was around Halloween time. I saw that. I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And I wanted to make it. So yeah. I saw a recipe on there. And now they have it where, like, you can play videos on Pinterest. They got videos on it. Yeah. Oh, see, that's something I did not fun. know about. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to configure it to work. <laughs> but, yeah, they have that on there, too. So, so I think I'm going to play around with that one myself just to get acclimated with idea of because i always thought pinterest is an untapped market for what i do but mm-hmm, i wasn't sure mm-hmm. of how to utilize it. i'm like okay yeah. it's pictures but unless i'm building something that's what that's why i was yeah. stuck in a mindset of you have to be building something mm-hmm. or right like the, a dyi project or something yeah i will say that i don't think you can hear sound though you can't hear the sound no until you actually click the link Oh, okay. So I guess you have to. But have you can something. still, like, in your instance, you can see the cake spinning. Yeah, yeah, right. So then that's like, oh, interest peaked. Let me see what it's about. Click link type of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. One last question I did forget to ask you mm-hmm. is: Is it a particular peak season for what you do? That's interesting. I'm not sure. I honestly haven't had, I would say, enough orders for me to really see if there's a peak season. Uh huh. I always feel like in my mind that the summertime would be less busy because people try to watch their weight, but that's not true because people have plenty of birthdays and they like to go out. That's kind of hard to say. I mean, because I, I pretty, well, these days it's been pretty consistent where I'll get like at least two orders a week, which is what I like. I'll get two to three orders a week. And then at least once a month I'll have a rest week like this week. Well, no, not this week. Yeah, I normally get a rest week at least once a month where I don't need to make anything, which yeah. is nice. So I can just take time, take care of my house and all my other priorities and I don't have to worry about, you know, um, needing to get some orders out. So so this is a good thing somebody could do as a good side hustle where they can say, OK, yeah. I can get some good side income mm-hmm. without being like under going to a place and saying, I got to p- punch in for overtime oh, all the time. God, that's the worst. And they go, I don't <laughs> like this place, but I'm right. showing up. Right. And so for me, uh, it's crazy. You mentioned prices. I definitely started off very cheap. Even, even now I feel like I'm still very affordable because I yeah. feel like a part of me is just being that perfectionist where it's like, Oh, my product's not there yet where I can want, you know, charge like $300 for a cake where you go to a, cake um cakery yeah if i go to and, um yeah. cold stone right now they're selling cakes for 400 500 Are you serious yeah that's crazy that, yeah that's, <laughs> they don't give a custom cake <laughs> for 400 500 wow and that yeah. was probably back in 2013 that's <laughs> crazy when i think about that i'm like oh my goodness that's crazy and then i and at the same time i'm not trying to like gouge price people I would just really like them to enjoy my product where, and then for me also to be able to receive, uh, just trying to keep keep it growing. No money. Oh, profits. I think profits is profit is definitely what you want. Yes. So I think once you, sometimes it's not about the influx of customers per se, because you could always raise the price, especially for a high commodity product, less specialty made. It's Mm -hmm. not like you're giving out like you're, 
you're going to giants and making cakes there. Yeah, right. These are very custom designed cakes. So for that same thing, you have to pay accordingly. Yeah, and right. And you can price accordingly. Right, right. You right. can always alter your prices as time goes on. Yeah, I need to get to that. I, I'm going to start doing it because I'm just, yeah, I'm just such a perfectionist. And I'm also very frugal. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to price them to where people can't afford them, especially, you know, living in the area that we live in, in the Baltimore mm-hmm. City area. <laughs> No offense to anybody out there, yeah. but, you know, you have to price according to your customer's, you know, pockets, you know. Yep. Um, I need to know my place kind of thing. But at the same time, I need to be able to bring in enough profit to pay off, which I absolutely do, pay off, you know, all the labor that I put in and um, yes. at least the product that I put in. I will say that I price at least to, you know, break even on the profit and, I mean, break even on the products, excuse me and bring a, a little bit home but i feel like maybe i need to raise it up a little bit because it's like a lot of running around i didn't I mention that before you, yeah once you sit there and actually like sometimes i use a timer and i say well how long is it going to take That's me to idea. do this thing and then yeah. i say okay i took me this amount of hours now i feel like my time is worth this yeah i need to divide it by that and say this is how much i'm charging mm-hmm. an hour and this cake right here, I know from making it enough times that it's going to take me this many hours. Right. So this is the price. That's And the that's thing good. about when you establish the price, mm-hmm. the price is the price. Right, right. And that's what I got to get into, right? if you can't afford the price, it's somebody that can afford the price. <laughs> I like the way you think. <laughs> I was speaking to my hairdresser about this because, you know, sometimes, especially when you're uh, just getting into the field or you haven't really reached the amount of clients that you want to reach, right, that sometimes you'll start to discount things especially when it's been like a little bit of a dry season, like with my hairdresser, you know, wintertime people put, or black women put protective styles in their hair and you won't see them for like three, you know, three Uh, months. months. Yeah. So, so when it gets to be that dead season, sometimes you get a little anxious and you're like, well, maybe if I make it a little bit less, still, you know, bait and hook type of situation, but just being able to stay with the prices that you, you know, put out there that's it that's final yeah that's, uh, yeah that's big the marketing is yeah. all about you can you can talk yeah. to those people that can afford it weddings they always they always oh, yeah. around oh, yeah. hey you can link up with like a, a facility that hosts weddings a lot mm-hmm. it's like hey look i do this here's my cards and you give them some samples some free stuff oh yeah oh people like, like free that. stuff <laughs> oh, hey, some free they stuff. That, yeah. and they go oh, okay i know somebody mm-hmm. matter of fact this is some of her stuff right here it's really good right Right. And there I go. There you go. There I go. Consistent money that doesn't have to require you to work as hard as the connections. Yes. So go out there and keep more making connections. And I'm glad to get mm-hmm. to sit down with you today so we can make this connection. Yes. And also, you can serve as a mentor to many other people that's wondering, how do I get started in this business? You mm-hmm. just got to show them, hey, this is the process. You don't have to be a per- at the perfection level to get started. Right. Because right. even at your level right now where you're earning and building you're not saying hey i'm a perfection i'm at the perfect form just yet right i'm still building and growing i'm still learning mm-hmm. i'm still willing to learn more and do more so i can get to the level that i can just replace fully my income and and more that would be lovely so <laughs> lovely this is where we at and i'm glad you have you on my secret mentor mm-hmm. and again miss is shake you. my hand <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of My Secret Mentor. Before you go, I just want to leave you with uh, a couple of tidbits of my top takeaways from this conversation. Number one, find something that you love and build from there. It may be a hobby or something that you have already received recognition for already. In this conversation with Israel, we've seen that her business 
had derived from a project that she had started back in high school. Remember, it's not where you start, but where you end up that matters. Number two, don't wait for everything to be perfect in order to start. Israel mentioned that her first orders came from friends and family. This is an excellent place to start because you already developed social capital with them. Remember, the inverse is also true. If you have a friend or family member that you know has a skill or potential, but is in need of social proof to push them over the edge, try propositioning them and offer to be their first customer. Number three, this is the last one, that the journey will seem hard in the beginning. It's supposed to. Everything we do as people is hard the first time we do it because it's new to us. But with repetition, we become experts. In Israel's journey, she mentioned the pressure and frustration she felt in dealing with her first client, but she overcame it. Obstacles will arise in all of our lives. It's how we handle them that will show who we are as a person. And remember, no pain, no gain. And as always, dreams plus action equals life.